special guest hello a very much invited guest <laughs> Mido about to debut the little bro little bro Mido little bro, aka Mido, Ahmed AKA. I think I reversed that it should be Ahmed aka Mido, Mido. Um, he just happened to be in the studio you know what I just realized what? That being what? in the same room you see a lot of hand gestures ah <laughs> Like speaking with yeah. your hands, speaking with <laughs> yeah. that hand. Maybe we should do a live. Actually, like somebody reason. said in the questions, they were like, do a live. Oh, we could do yeah. that. We could do yeah. a live, but it requires. I was like, you know, I didn't know with your intro, you had a little bit of a hand. Oh, man, my hands are moving all day. Mido was. Mido was having his cereal. And he wouldn't leave the kitchen, which is actually where we're doing it. Um, by the way, you know what's so embarrassing is I realized like people when they record their podcast sessions, it's like an actual studio. No, <laughs> so honestly, like, it's it's, there's like a mattress behind them or something. Oh, or really? they're like, yeah, it's not. No, I like corrupt the fans though. Yeah, we're more of a renegade, like yeah, we pirate, are pirate radio. We're yeah. we're 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 <laughs> anyway, we're all together. If you guys haven't realized, yeah, we're all in London. Uh, we're all in London. We came to London after big fat shenanigan. Say or not say? <laughs> so my passport got stolen. <laughs> yes, missing, and stolen. We don't know what. That's all the same. But so we missed our to... flight on. Uh, we were supposed to come Thursday night. <clears throat> for good reason, right? Well, we uh, we moved uh, on the weekend on Sunday, and then we went to New York. I got some work done in New York, so I was working on um, production, um, like random bits and bobs. Inventory. I had a few meetings. Inventory. I had a few meetings. Um, with like uh, trims and fabric, etc. And then uh, Thursday night, we were supposed to fly out to London and we wake up in the morning and I'm getting ready, I'm packing, etc. And I'm like, okay, you know, where's your passport? And he's like, um, I can't find it. Is that the day that you were leaving? Yeah, like in the morning. Mm-hmm. And like my biggest thing is like passports are in one place and you check up on them like regularly and like, you don't like you don't need like you don't take them out the yeah, house and just leave them place. like you leave you don't walk around life with them you keep them somewhere like indoors um and so he was uh what is that oh shit you put in the time on okay mm-hmm. so he so he was like oh it was in my pocket i'm like what do you mean it's in your pocket like who walks around with a with the passport in their pocket some people use that id i guess but mm-hmm. he's american and he has a driver's license yeah but anyway um anyway you you this talk is a, i mean this is your version for the podcast. <laughs> yeah <laughs> but uh but anyway so he lost his passport and so or it was stolen or, Probably stolen or something. I, we don't know what happened. So but there's another Kinan walking around. Uh, yeah, anyway, right. so basically... We, with my photo and a different name. The next uh, day, was, well, it was 4th of July, so we couldn't like go to like the services and get a new passport, renew it, etc., etc. So we basically had to miss the flight um, and postpone it till the next day, uh, which was fine. But then it was like the pressure of Kinan like, getting a new passport the next day. Go like There's no appointments in New York. It's super busy. So he had to like go in at like 3 a.m., leave the house. And then like uh, we were staying at my sister's house. And then he had to leave the house, go there, leave at 3 a.m., get up in the queue at like freaking like uh, but early. Yeah. And then he eventually was there from like what, from 4 a.m. to like... 
Until 3 p.m. Until like 3 p.m. He finally got the passport. We don't know if we're going to make the flight. And then... Oh, you got it on the same the day. The same day. And yeah. I was like, we were like, okay. And then and then all the flights were booked for the rest of the day. So we were like, fine, let's just postpone it to like like Saturday rather yeah. than fly on Friday. But then the, the funny thing is, is that, you know, like with everything, it's like everything that, that happens for a reason. And like if something's delayed, it's for a good thing. And like khair, if you're like Arab, whatever. Um... So it turned out the flight that we were supposed to be on had like a like um, emergency landing. Yeah, an emergency landing, and like I would have freaked. Mm. Um, and like subhanallah, it just worked out that we missed the flight, and it would have been such havoc, like landing in Boston with baby, and like trying to reschedule everything. It would have been so much havoc. So in the end, it, it worked out. Alhamdulillah, that we didn't get on that flight. So all good for all, all good for all good, all good all for good reason. But anyway, so that so anyway, we're here now. And um, I'm just going to defend myself yeah. real quick. <laughs> yeah, go I, felt lot of, I felt a lot of heat no, coming no, from, no, yeah. from <laughs> Watch me lose my passport now. Like, oh my God. Yeah, I think you deserve it. No. Uh, <laughs> no. Uh, so if you have any men in your life, we have pockets, right? Mm-hmm. In, our, in our pants that we use. We don't carry purses. Oh, you don't do the whole handbag thing. No, we don't do the handbag ah. thing. No, we don't. <laughs> So Mira, when do you, you carry transfer... your passport in your pocket? No, hold on. So no. we're traveling. <laughs> Get we're yourself tra- a fanny pack. Yeah. I should. So we're traveling. We're, first, we, we first we have to go to New York to yeah. go for medium stuff. Mm. So I have to. I'm carrying everything in my pocket. Next yeah. day, transfer pants. Right. So, Big move right here, right, guys. Exactly. You go from one pants to the other mm-hmm. pants. So you just move everything from one pants to the other pants. I mean, what do you need? So I didn't realize that my passport... But why would passport... you not just leave your passport? Here, I need Mito on my side because he's a man. So why would you leave your passport with your other belongings? Like, See, inside? listen, this is all like, you know, this isn't planned or anything like that, right? Mm-hmm. So you yeah. move your money, your wallet, your phone. And then, you know, sometimes your passport, you grab... Coins, you grab your change. Exactly. Your passport. Sorry, sometimes you grab a handful and you put it in the other pocket and you don't realize it was your passport. And you mm-hmm. feel that thing, right? Mm-hmm. You feel this like yeah. rectangle in your pocket. What happened? Yeah. What happened was? What happened was? Yeah. And uh, <laughs> you know when I when I realized there was oh, no passport, I was like, you know what? I haven't felt my passport in my pocket in a long time. Oh, oh. shit! So it was like self-realization kind of thing. It was yeah, like I was like came, looking in the car. It, came, it, came, it was like a light bulb. Yeah. I didn't yeah. find it. Now yeah. I pulled it out in New York the first day, and I feel like when after that day, it wasn't it in my pocket fun. anymore. So I did, it, like just you know. Uh, so why didn't you trace your steps back? This, why didn't you go around? Everything was closed. The whole of New York. I'm kidding. I would have, but everything was closed. On a side note, isn't it so nice when? You uh, you put on a new pair of pants and then you realize that there's like a five pound like note in your pocket. <laughs> oh yeah, that's a, yeah, that's a that, big. That what would be great is, is if I put on a new though. pair of pants and I find a passport. That, that would be cool. <laughs> that would have been cool too. Um, but it worked out in the end. Yes. But anyway, um, point is, the point is we're here now. We're all together in London. Aha. Uh-huh. And we are. All in the same time zone, so we're all tired because it's what is it? It's what, well, Kinan's not tired, he had a long ass nap, yeah. But, um, yeah, so we were, what were we doing? So, we, yeah, so we, uh, we were just doing work, and I mean, as me, we finalized um, lookbook picks. Uh, we have a lot to do on Monday, we need to organize some stuff, which I'm not gonna mm-hmm. say on the podcast, but anyway, um. Anyway, 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 we want to talk about the curse and blessing of social media. 
anybody want to start with that? I think it's Masha's start. Yeah. She's, oh, the, she's the social geez. media queen. Wait, let me start before anyone tells me to shut up. Yeah, go. I'm going to start shut and up. say before we had even, before we had, <laughs> <laughs> no, wait, wait, please, please, I know I talk a lot, but let me, as his eyes are, look like they're about to close. No, it's not. It's the allergies. Okay. Anyway, Same. listen, um, before we start... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we've already started going. No, no, no. I wanted to say, damn it, I feel like I'm rushed. Okay. Um, no one's rushing you. Please, know, by all means, okay. take the mic. <laughs> <laughs> <That's all laughs> I swear. No, I was going to say, before before we even launched or anything, yeah. social media was so overwhelming. Like, there was a sea of, like, everything out there. Like, you were like, how am I ever going to compete in a world, in a, in a platform that has so much? And, like, right. how are you ever going to stand out? How are you ever going to be like seen by anyone because there's so much out there like right. what's going to make you what's going to make you um different or what's going to make gonna you make stand, stand out, out. Yeah. yeah what's going to like what's your purpose so looking back it was super overwhelming and i remember that's when like i'd be like to like whoever like it was that i was talking about it with like i, can't, I don't know how to do it. i don't know what i'm going to do I, like there's no point blah blah and you just get a little bit overwhelmed mm. And that's when everyone that I did speak to and like, you know, and you guys, everyone would just be like, focus on your product, your product, your product, your product, and then the rest will come. So that was me as a designer that didn't have a platform. Are you getting, are you leaving me though? (laughs) Slowly running away. Um, But then that's when Esme, so Esme now, so then Esme steps in and she was the one that was like building an online digital presence. So how did you, yeah, so how did you, so that was like my curse of social media, just that there was so much out there. How do you compete or how do you even fit or how do you even become a little bit, uh, I'm not saying that, oh, we're super well known or anything, but like, Mm. how do you begin to have a following and be like somewhat recognized by Uh, someone else? I don't know about creating something to be recognized, but for me, what was Mm -hmm. important was to have something that, to have a page that was like aesthetically pleasing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that was important. And something that was, I don't know, um, I feel like I have an, um, like, strong images um, are very, like, important to me. Mm-hmm. You know, when we do, like, a photo shoot, I'm always yeah. like, we need to pick, like, the strong images mm-hmm. or the ones that speak out or whatever. Like a bold, like a good image. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so, yeah I don't know. So I wanted... Um, that's, I guess, what I wanted to create. So for anyone to go onto the page and just see sort of like an overall mm-hmm. an overall look, mm-hmm. um, which of course falls under the branding. Yeah. No. <laughs> behind, um, the scenes, behind the scenes deals happening in the background. Um, um, but yeah, no, that's, I think that's what it was. Just, um, you know, even if I think for some people it didn't make sense because I think at first I was like incorporating um, a lot of artwork, yeah. um, you still do, don't you? Yeah. Maybe less. Yeah. You still do. Um, you draw over a lot of the pictures. Yeah, that's like illustration stuff, but more like I was actually like, you know, like I think it's actual right. artwork. Yeah, like I think what I like about what Esme does and, and why I think like, um, I think the, the, the Instagram page is like visually pleasing or whatever is because she, she does add her touch to an existing <laughs> image. So like, let's say there was like she'll add like something that she'll do on Illustrator she'll add like a sketch that she's drawn over or whatever like she'll manipulate images and do things that makes it her own which is I guess authentic mm-hmm. um, which I but for me honestly for what it, it goes off of, of just I, I think what looks good to me so so I, you never I, focused on like the fact that we had to grow we needed to evolve our social media our platform our numbers like you never focused on like that part of it no because remember we used to have um so many fights about well not yeah fights, but like that's what i went yeah or disagreements rather mm-hmm. 
about um, you we wanting to make it okay. very like personal <laughs> and you know posting your own you know yourself in <laughs> <laughs> no 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 I think not yourself <laughs> not yourself but like things things that but, are more relatable I, yeah exactly <clears throat> so something that is like an image that is relatable yeah. to um, the audience yeah rather to our customer yeah. rather than like a like an art um, yeah. like a painter's image or whatever or like an architect mm-hmm. like you know something inspired by architecture or whatever yeah. and, and the piece you yeah. know and like shot within the studio um, which for like, like a professional image yeah. rather than like a quick one which for so long like we you know we had disagreements about mm-hmm. but that's when maybe the, the insta stories came in where like I was able to share yeah. behind the scenes etc what we're doing our yeah. lives in terms of work we don't share a crazy amount of like our personal life, but we share enough that's about the brand no, and about who we are. But um, but yeah, I think for for the page, I just was yeah. adamant on keeping it sort of um, you know professional, one, professional yeah. one sort of look. Um, um, but would you like a similar? Like what do you say to consistent like, aesthetic? What do you say to the, to the people or like the analysts or like people that actually work in Instagram, like Eva Chan, for example? She says that the a good way like something about how like don't focus on your feed and like the 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 like like you know how it has like a specific aesthetic she's like don't focus on that focus on like posting like I think she's saying like at a specific time no 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 she wasn't even saying that she was saying like post like don't focus on it being all like like in a correlating yeah like color like it it doesn't need to correlate correlate it just needs to be authentic and like it doesn't matter post a random picture of yourself or post a random picture of what you eat like well, it doesn't it, have to mesh and be like perfect and like you know how people are like really like specific about how they're like oh no but if it, my, my feed is off then I can't so but you so she was saying that that's a person selling them you know like an influencer as an influencer okay they as are a brand, a brand. Yeah. that you know essentially they call themselves a brand but mm-hmm. you know they're an influencer they are a person in mm-hmm. the end and that you know they have to be relatable whereas we mm-hmm. are a brand where like well, we're, I think I'm selling a product for sure, but I do think, from a personal perspective, yeah. that I like when I see a brand, but I see the like. The, so that's where that's the, where like the dynamics of right. the brand. So that's where when the influencers wear our pieces, that's where mm-hmm. this comes in. I think and and these sort of tie that in. Well, you guys balance it with the story. Yeah, I think no, no. Theme. I think I think that's what. We're, yeah, yeah the I think eventually that's up. how we. I think eventually that's how it kind of worked out for yeah. us. But I wonder if. I wonder if people even look at the, like, and forget just ours in general, because I don't really look at people's mm. feeds anymore. Like, I don't scroll that. If I do, I'll go on to scroll yeah. and I'll be done. Yeah. I don't really look at the feed. Yeah, I think me too. Uh, I think I look at stories more, but yeah, I, think me too. I wonder if, um, I wonder if people like seeing the sort yeah. of, like, you know. Well, no, I think, uh, I think, I think the brand, like the, the feed is like the brand webpage, essentially, like it's kind of replaced the website. It's kind of like in the past. Yeah. 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 And, and I think as Matt, like she said, she created like a a very consistent aesthetic and and feel of what the brand represents. Mm -hmm. And you can see like a progression as you go through the feed as it, as it kind of developed. And, um, no, and I think like if somebody looks at the feed, there's, they kind of get an expectation of what the brand's about. And I think that's the intention. So if someone looks at your feed or your stories and then they look at your feed, then they I think they have a good understanding about of what what's... And I think that's uh, to much yeah. of Asmat's credit, you know? Uh, for sure. That's all, like, Asmin's work and well, uh, no, that you see on the in, in, on well, social no. media website. Well, no. <laughs> God. I want to say, and that's the blessing of social media is that you're able to um, position yourself and your work and have it viewed... Market. How, market yourself mm. how you want to be seen. Mm. Um, 
them and, so honestly, and essentially meet and engage with people that you never thought you would engage with um, simply through DMs, through literally connecting through social yeah. media. So I think that's been super helpful. Like we said, we do our PR in-house and mm-hmm. I've got a bunch of DMs like, who does your PR? Even like people that want to work with me, like who's the PR person that I can contact? And it's like just info@marymessguy.com we do all our PR in house and it's just us like we bust our asses and we like hustle to connect and engage and, and meet and put ourselves out there to like um like whenever possible whenever we are inspired or whenever we want to really work with someone we'll just put we'll just literally just be super authentic and just say like hey we love you we love your work we would love to work with you and um, that's actually um and we don't pay for posts or anything Marie. But, because um, you are very forward and um um so yeah so that's i think that's that's the that's the the um like with the blessings of social media and i think that the 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 ultimate blessing of it is that we we wouldn't exist today if it wasn't for social media and specifically let's say instagram because it's <coughs> given a platform 100%. and um a voice and um uh, really like a really like a platform for for young emerging designers that are absolutely unknown to become something more through this kind of platform because mm-hmm. otherwise in the, you know back in the day it was very like hard to kind of tap into a market that you didn't you couldn't tap into without a connection and usually that connection was through like editors that you may have known or f- somehow just it, contact that you yeah that you and it knew. goes for everything honestly and like everything has become so yeah. open because of social yeah. media and nowadays you, you don't like you don't need for sure you need to network and for sure mm. you need to connect but you don't need to be in the industry things are more and accessible like know everybody yeah it's more accessible and I think that's really the blessing of social media and I, I would say social media is well Instagram let's say is more of a blessing than it is for, it's a curse and to, a, to a certain extent for a brand's perspective sorry yeah uh, from a brand's perspective it's I think a blessing. social media is the biggest blessing for sure, and the only the only I would say cast because the people that run their social media or people that work in like the industry are humans. So like unintentionally, you're going to be affected by the masses of, that you're seeing daily by the um, overwhelming so amount competition. of competition. Competition, okay. not even just competition. Just like there's something about social media that is just like ugh, it's just a lot. Like it's it's know? heavy, but it's also it's like it's a lot, of course. But um, but. But you could say the competition or not the competition or, you know, the, mm-hmm. the other brands and whatever. Mm-hmm. They're, they're actually inspiring. Like, they inspire you. Like, it's yeah. nice to see other brands, what other brands are doing, where they're going. It's nice to Absolutely. see um, artists. It's nice to see creative directors. Yeah. It's nice to follow, like, yeah. you know, different... But when... I feel like when you see so much of it that I get uninspired. Yeah, you, could, you can feel overwhelmed when you feel... Yeah. Like, you see so many brands come up and stuff. But... I think that is where, I mean, you said it in the beginning, something we've talked about before we even started the social media account mm-hmm. was to make sure that the product was good, was right? Product, yeah. So if the product is good, if people want to wear your thing or your jacket or whatever it is that you make, mm-hmm. then this, then it becomes something that like sustainable, right? So mm-hmm. then people are going to keep coming back to your product. And that's why you need a good social media to kind of yeah. keep yourself relevant. Yeah. You need, I mean, I, I don't, I don't see how anyone can start a business right now without, without being on without social it. media. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah. And um, and that's why it's like honestly the biggest blessing is that without it, a lot of brands, a lot of people wouldn't really have the job that they or the career that they're having at the moment. And people have become so much lazier. So like even mm-hmm. um, so people want things you know instantly. They want yeah. things directly. Yeah. So even with Instagram to 
to be able to um, shop, shop the products yeah. on the, the, the feed, yeah. that's like a big, you know, yeah. that's a big uh, help. Yeah, like when we were, when we finally got the 10K, we were able to like swipe up and it mm. makes it so much easier for like customers to literally, instead of like go to <laughs> our bio, LinkedIn bio. bio, it's like yeah. I just swipe up and it's so much easier. Um, but yeah, I think, but I was going to say from, um, from my perspective, like as a designer, um sometimes when you see so much out there and there's a lot of good stuff like a lot of good stuff out there there's a lot of amazing design there's a lot of work out there that is inspiring and stunning and that you're like damn it like you can't you kind of can fall into like this deep hole where you're like what the hell am i doing like but there's so much good stuff out there that i don't even need to exist right now and that's when you're like no 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 no, no. you are who you are Yeah. yeah that's when you're negative but then you're like wait like you love what you're doing if because i am my biggest customer essentially like if i love it and if i wear it because what i make is going to be different to what somebody else yeah. makes not like, i mean I, I because i'm not i'm not i'm actually making my own patterns and i'm actually doing the samples like i'm sourcing my own like i'm physically doing all of this and you guys can see that through our stories like i'm not hiring someone yeah. to do that stuff for me that it's going to be very authentic and different yeah. and organic so i think that's when you're like no 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 like, just focus on your product like when you when you start i think you know um, looking elsewhere mm. And not focusing on you yourself. You fall into a spiral. You fall into a spiral. Oh. And so I think that would be the biggest curse for me in terms of social Magazine media. Uh, I think... Um, <clears throat> damn it. What do you think? I had it. I had it. I had mm. it. It's gone. What do you, okay, just start. It was about the... Um, Shiza. Yeah. Keep going and then it'll come back to me. Okay. But it was, it was to um, your point, but... But yeah, I think, I, think, um, I think there was something about like how do you... How do you meet the people that you've worked with on social media? And it's honestly through DMs, emails, um, some that we've reached out to, some that have reached out to us. Um, and it's been, it's honestly just been like that. And like I said, we don't do any like paid posts and we don't, mm. you know, and we do our own PR. So we don't have like a firm that's doing it for us. Um, and it's just to show that you don't need so much money to put into PR to create something or to work with specifically. Because a lot of people have the assumption that unless you have like a, like so much money in, in PR and like if I'm doing it for you you can never reach yeah. the people that a, lot of, a lot of people meeting Medium I mean that was one of your big things when you were starting off you're like oh I need a PR firm yeah I would, I would even say oh because everybody but would then, tell me that anyway <clears throat> you would need a PR firm to work with specific people yeah. and specific um, stylists etc and it and but no, but if you don't have a PR firm then you're doing every, you know yeah you doing, have to bust your ass and do it yeah. of course <coughs> having a, your, a PR firm doing it for you I mean they already have the connection whereas if it's coming from you directly like an in-house PR then um, you have to work to build that connection But and it's tough and it doesn't always work and sometimes you know you send pieces out and sometimes you'll give pieces to people sometimes and they won't get lost sometimes, yeah. sometimes they, they get lost in the mail sometimes, sometimes they get stolen so, yeah <laughs> there's been a lot of cases where yeah. I've had actually like one one specific piece stolen from a doorstep of someone and I remember I was crying and I was so upset and it was like the beginning and it was like one of the last ones and it was the I first was, collection wasn't it from the yeah. first collection and I would call the mail every day and they, I know you know I would always send sign delivery and they didn't it was just a long thing yeah. and you just kind of learn but it's also stuff that you learn a lot you, and then it's nice yeah. because the the more you grow the more you you know you can choose who you want to work with and and I mean I don't think we're like I know that but we've no, always, I know, we've but always I think, been particular I, with who we want to work yeah. with but but we're not like yeah. I mean we've always been particular, but yeah. Yeah, I mean a big disclaimer disclaimer is that we're not there yet. No, we're not there yet. But we're saying in terms of like 
Well, we're, we're just what, what, what I'm we saying know. is, is for the people <laughs> so that far. did ask the more how you, you, yeah, how you worked with the specific people, that, or for example, like how did you have your jihadi in your coat or Priyanka Chopra? Like I got a bunch of DMs like, who's your PR, who's your PR? I'm like, well, we do it in-house. And all it was is, is, is effort on our end to connect with mm. the stylists that work with these celebrities. And a lot of and, like and labor, a lot of, Yeah, like... And the day that, for example, we worked, we worked with one specific stylist. It was so much havoc to get the pieces sent on time, and we were and literally running around, running around, running around, picking up pieces, heat. sending pieces. Bear in mind, my baby was two months, not even two months. I had land, I gave birth in July, and this was like September, um, beginning of September, and and we were like running around, and it was super hot, and it, through Ubers, and like you guys, like you have to fold the pram and undo the pram, and we're carrying we boxes, carry boxes, and the kids and, are heavy, and it's just it's very labor intensive when you're doing it yourself yeah. and there's a thrill to it that I love and I think like it, that's what makes it fun but at the end of the day you're like that oh and then I remember that specific day that we we worked with somebody or we sent pieces to someone um I remember we went to uh, Entrecote in New York me and Esme were like let's have a celebratory dinner or whatever and then the kid just like a good meal yeah like let's have like a good meal and like you know feel good about ourselves Um, just like relax and then the kid had like the most insane um, attack attack of like poop yeah basically <laughs> and it ruined the whole like it was funny but it was so insane like and he was super young and at that age I guess it just kind of comes out I think out, that was like, the first one too like, and it was massive one, yeah. and we were I was I just it was just, you were gagging and I, I was, was gagging, gagging and, and as we was trying to help and there wasn't a changing table and we were in the toilet and I, essentially I just had to throw away what he was wearing and everything but it was so hysterical yeah. like with that like it's never easy like you're not and I guess throwing in a kid makes it a bunch harder but um, yeah it was just a funny memory on that day yeah Um, but yeah, so it's, I guess, um, 25 minutes. Yeah, we're, we're pretty much there. Wow. You guys like that? I think yeah, it's yeah. good. I think, it's we, good. I think we could touch on more maybe like, uh, you know, on the next one. Would you, would, Did you want to do the question or do you want to? Uh, let's, yeah. I guess it's like a quick last thing. Which one should I do? Mido, how do, how do you feel about the podcast Mido, you so don't far? Really, you don't really you fell asleep midway. Mido, <laughs> like, you like, like, Mido, Mido's like ran away half of it. Or full on sick. Kind of. I guess the, the, the fake sniffs become full on. Yeah. Is it quite hardcore? No, <laughs> Did you find that quite insightful, Meads? Okay. I don't think he cares. Sorry, we're just reading the questions. Uh, so, go to question 11. I fell asleep, to be honest. You want to do this one? Yeah, let's do that. Okay, I've kind of touched on this one now. Yeah. How do you juggle traveling often while being married and with a baby? It's truly inspiring. I can answer that Thank one. You. Go on, it's not. <laughs> Take this one. I'll tell you, it's hard as I can. It's just hard. Yeah. It's hard as I Look, traveling without, minus the husband and minus the baby is like exhausting, mm-hmm. you know, as it is. Mm. You know, it takes a toll at some point, you yeah. know, you're like dealing with the jet lag and whatever and you yeah. arrive and whatever and your stuff and blah, mm. blah, blah. blah. Um, Plane on, on plane on, on plane off plane. Um, yeah. And let's just say, like, getting on the plane off the plane is not easy. There's like a yeah. whole system that happens in your head, and you're like overthinking a hundred times over before it happens. And with the baby, yeah, with the mm. baby. Yeah, yeah. I will so. say, I will say, like a, a life hack, or as close to one as you can mm-hmm. get with this. Go if you on. have a baby, yeah, and you're traveling a lot, chuck the baby, put the baby in the bin. There you no, go. My God, no, as <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, red eyes. Yeah, yes. they sleep. Yeah. Even for for non babies. For you. <laughs> I, you know what? I'm team red eyes. People well. hate red eyes, but if you have a baby, the coming baby back will from sleep the US, during the red um, eye. At the end of the day, coming back from the US mm-hmm. to the UK, 
Take like, a red oh. eye, then you start your day as soon as you yeah. land. Start I mean, like day. books, dinner, and Pilates, and you you have uh, to because you <laughs> all sorts. The hand but, gestures. Um, the cute wait, part. I was gonna say, um, yeah. as she said, it is a juggle. And um, well, I'm talking about it's like, never gonna, you know, it's yeah. never gonna be easy. It's never gonna. It's, <laughs> it's never gonna be. You it's know, a like. <laughs> it's never gonna be. It's never gonna be um, easy, unless I like like I said, unless you have like care, like a nanny or somebody that travels with you or that's there taking care of you. But I don't at the moment, so so I take the kid with me everywhere. And then obviously Kenan helps a lot. It helps to have, you know, I guess a husband that's um, supportive of your work. Yeah, there's just been a second earthquake in California. No, there's been three. There's yeah, been three over the past three days. No, he, he just said there's another one. There's another there's one today. Another one, yeah. Right Is now. this oh, the one that just been? What was the magnitude? I don't know. I haven't seen. Oh my god, jeez. Oh my god. Our hearts go out to people. Is, yeah. is it? Um, you know how the Andreas Ball thing is it leading up to that? I'm not a seismologist, so I'm not even gonna make up an answer. God forbid. I remember when I lived in LA, there was like a big scare, and I was like shitting. I was like, "What do I do?" Yeah. We saw that movie. Yeah, I I really pray that everybody's safe oh, and really? not uh, affected by any of the this. The one with the rock. Um, to recap it's hard it's hard on both of us we have have argument our fair share yeah arguments arguments, and sometimes I feel like he's not doing enough or sometimes he he feels like I'm not doing enough so it's not it's It's not easy like if if everybody thinks that oh we're like all happy and like great and my kid doesn't give stress and like I'll tell you one story is when we were at the show. And quite honestly, I prefer travel alone. So yeah, <laughs> listen, Asmi's in a different. Like, yeah, she's I'm talking about her struggles on her little red eye. I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> no, I'm joking. I'm but it's still it's still a struggle for like no, traveling in general. Stuff. But um. Business. But for example, like we were in Paris and then we were at the showroom and then Noah got really, really sick and he had like a fever and we had to bring a doctor and Kinan was also sick and he was there to look after Noah because my mom was supposed to come but then she had to go to LA and it was just like a long thing. Yeah. And I had to bring him with me to the showroom and although the showroom and the people that run it were super, super kind and welcoming, I still felt like shit bringing in a kid to a workplace where it was supposed to be professional, where it was oh like when, God, I, when, I, when he's at work, when he's at work, yeah, like when he's showroom. at work with me in New York, it's fine because it's on my terms. But mm-hmm. when I'm in a showroom and I'm, I'm in yeah. somebody else's space. I feel like I should honor like that, like you know, and 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 they were super working, but I just felt so crap, and I was like, this is the one time that I really want to be professional. I don't want to feel like I have to wipe his shit and like look after him and like feed him and whatever. But like I really just want to be professional, like give it my hundred yeah. percent. And he was sick, and I had to bring him with me, and I had to like miss a bit, and it was so hard. And then one of the so days, so the question is, why did he get sick, Kinan? No, one of the days, I literally cried. I think you, I think you I got, got him sick. Oh, yeah, I literally cried bad. the whole way. Like we were walking for like twenty yeah. minutes, me and Esme, and I cried the whole way. And Esme was just like, I was just like silent crying. Yeah, just, like, no, I just let you have it. Um, and it was really, really sad because I like it's hard. Um, but would I stop doing it? I hope not. I I enjoy it and we love it. Mm-hmm. And um, and yeah. like I said, like my we mom always says to me in. is that the kid is your blessing, and he's like our good luck charm at the moment. Alhamdulillah. So he's a good kid. Anyway, we're at thirty yeah. minutes. Let's go, let's what go, do we want to call this? Uh, London the, minute. London minute or the cast and blessing Damn, of the, the London the, hour. The cast and <laughs> blessing of the be, social it's media. It's not gonna be a minute, is it? It's gonna be an hour. I hope that answer just answers your we social media. We should probably get another podcast in together, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah inshallah, maybe I know. a couple. Okay. Yeah, right. So yeah. we'll do them every London single hour. day. London hour. <laughs> Let's do it. The London hour. London hour. The London hour. Yeah. Anyway, mm-hmm. hope you're all, uh, all right. well. Safe well. and well. Thank you. <laughs> if you guys have any more questions, uh, thanks for tuning in. Uh, not mama related, because I feel like that's the main one. Let's just have other questions. No, why not? Okay, why any, not? Anything, any, anything, anything. We are easy. 
if you want to ask mama questions, you can about work mama questions. If you want to ask her about Asma's travel issues. <laughs> if you want to ask about why Asma chooses red eye. Yeah. And <laughs> I'm just kidding. What Pilates class she goes to. <laughs> so, anyway, that's so Thanks guys for listening.